All right, I'm in. All right. So starting this all over again. <laughs> all right. Welcome to the Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Lounge. This is Drew Fluffy Coats. I am talking to Philip Fizzy Barton here. How hey, what's you? up? I'm doing good, man. It's Friday night, night before Saturday, college football. Yep, yep. And a little distinguished uh, – crap. All right, so starting over again. Hold on, sorry. Distinguished. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Distinguished. <laughs> <laughs> all right so here we go all right welcome to the fluffy and fizzy sports lounge i am drew fluffy coats i'm here with philip fizzy barton how you doing today oh, philip hold on i'm sorry what happened let, i said i'm sorry uh let me let, let me introduce myself that way i feel like i'm a, i feel like i'm a guest on your show oh okay <laughs> <laughs> That works. <laughs> All right, here I'll, I'll do the intro again. Yeah, you do that. You get your name, then I'll just say my name, and then you go back into it. Okay. All right. Welcome to Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Times. I am Drew Fluffy Coats, and I am Philip Fizzy Barton. All right, we got a good show for you guys today. A uh, little uh, info about our podcast here. We're you know just two. I would say pretty loyal sports fans, but also not yeah, very biased definitely. as well. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, all right. Let's start that over. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna throw in like little, just like yeah, and definitely stuff like that. You know, just to. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't so, even hear you. <laughs> yeah, so just keep talking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. Welcome to the Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Lounge. This is Drew Fluffy Coach. And I'm Philip Fizzy Barton. All right, we got a good show. Um, we're here. We're uh, just two regular dudes, you know, who appreciate the finer things in life. That's, That's right. Beer, cigars, and some good old college football. How do you feel about that, Barton? Man, there are no three finer things in life. I can tell you that. For sure, for sure. So what our show is going to be about is, uh, like I like I just literally just said, Talk about beer, talk about cigars, and some college football. Now, it's Friday night. It's a pretty good night for a Friday, for the day before college football, wouldn't you say there, Barton? Oh, yeah. The weather's nice. The weather's chilled down here, a little bit up here in South Carolina, you know. And uh, it's going to be a beautiful day to play football tomorrow. Yep, it's starting to get that fall feel where everything you know is about to start mattering here soon. That's, that's exactly right. Bonfires, football, all that good stuff. Yep, yep. So, well... With both of those things, you need something. Something's always got to be involved, and that's a good tasty beer. And I don't know about that's you, right. I am uh, drinking a pretty, pretty delicious one right about now. I'm uh, drinking a beer called a uh, GI Pilsner from the brewery, okay. from the brewery. I'm sure you're pretty fond of. Is uh, out in West Virginia, or Virginia Beach, Virginia, uh, Young Veterans Brewing Company. I'm a uh, very, very good beer. Oh yeah, I gave you a six pack right before I came down here to court. <laughs> and it's it's gone. It's it gone. gone. It's gone. <laughs> so I mean, obviously it's a nice smooth pilsner. So if you're hot like I am uh, down here in Florida, you know I can't really complain about eighty degrees, but I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear you complain about being in Florida. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's good for those uh, hot days, you know. Especially if you're tailgating tomorrow, make sure you guys stay safe. Drink, drink light. Drink. Light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drink light and drink. Yeah, drink light. Yeah, me and uh, Philip can both uh, 
be accounted for that. We, I mean, we've had some days where we drank a little way too many before a tail before a game, and uh, it's not so good. Yeah, saw the game just in spirit. Physically, we physically we were not there. <laughs> I, I think we made it to about the four o'clock game, and then it was just all downhill from there. Yeah, I don't. I, I prime examples of why you don't drink hard early in the morning, <laughs> or if you if you if you're going to get a nice GI pilsner and do it. Yeah, <laughs> keep it light. Uh, <laughs> definitely eat. Definitely, De- definitely eat too. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Friday nights. Usually what are what for us there, Barton? Uh, beer and a little cigars. We throw a little smoke with our uh, with our beer. Yes, we do. And what kind of cigar are you smoking there tonight there, bud? Uh, I'm smoking one of my favorites. I figured I'd start out our show with uh, my favorite cigar, Brickhouse, Connecticut. It is a uh, it's a pretty light cigar. It's uh, I'd say it's got hints of like some cedar, some cream, stuff like that. But you know, it's a it's a very mellow cigar. It's a nice tailgating cigar. You know, you're around a lot of people. You don't want to throw off a lot of thick smoke because you know some people are like that about cigars. But uh, it's it's definitely good. It doesn't. It won't bother the people around you. And it's a nice it's a nice light cigar, especially if you're just getting involved in cigars. It's a nice cigar to, uh, to start out with. Well, yeah, we you know, not nobody likes a bad stanky cigar. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're accustomed to that, like I know we we don't mind it so much, but you know you tailgate and you got all those people around you, you kind of you, you want to be you want other people to feel like oh I can't go near that guy. But uh, yeah, 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 definitely, I, definitely at a tailgate when you're oh, around yeah. all your fellow fans and stuff, you don't want them, you'd be the guy standing over in the corner smoking a cigar. <laughs> you know, with all the other you know nasty cigarette smokers out there, so <laughs> that's, that's a whole different story. So. So we got the cigars, we got the beer. Now let's get into the nitty gritty. With it's know, game time, baby. We got some good games tomorrow night, all day tomorrow too. So especially at noon, there's a couple of noon games there. That, yeah, I was, I was surprised to see the noon schedule. Yeah, the way it is, it's uh probably definitely the, looking forward to more. Yeah, probably some of the bigger ones uh are, are probably more on the early slate than more on the late slate tomorrow night. So yeah. Uh, so what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about the top ten. We got about seven uh, top ten teams in action tomorrow. Yeah, we're going, get, we're going to give them our game picks. You know, our inputs on those ten, on those uh, seven games. We're also going to give you guys a little upset alerts. Teams who you think, whether they're inside the top ten or outside the top ten, who should be on upset alert. Uh, and our games to watch. You know, there's a couple of good games. You know, even outside of the top ten, there's some good games out there. You don't necessarily have to watch. Just the top ten games. Sometimes the the best games are outside those. Even some of the non ranked games are pretty good too. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely some of the. I mean, some of the better games this year to me. Well, not some of the better games, but you know, some really entertaining games have come out of out of the group of five conference. You know, not just Central Florida and not just you know the 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 premier group of five teams, but like some of those teams uh, have played some really entertaining football. Yep. Uh, we're also going to give insight on our. Uh, both of me and Barton's teams. Me, personally, a Wisconsin fan. I'm kind of hurting this week. We got shellaxed by Michigan last week. Pretty disappointing. And I know you're not pretty happy about your Gamecocks. I've been I've been pretty disappointed this whole season. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to get into it. Uh, we're going to get into some of the top ten games. We got uh, number ten, UCF. They're going up. They're going uh, 
at East Carolina. How do you feel about that? Is uh, UC, UCF is still the team that has yet to lose since, what, 2016? Yeah, yeah, and I, they're not going to lose again this weekend. Um, East Carolina is uh, – I don't know a better way to say it, but East Carolina is terrible. They're garbage. <laughs> I, I feel like it, uh, Central Florida is probably going to – I wouldn't – I mean, we're going to be seeing backups <laughs> in, in the second quarter in this game. Yeah, it's starting uh, – UCF is starting to look like, yeah, maybe we didn't really need Scott Frost so much. I know Scott Frost is pretty hurting up there in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a tough rebuild ahead of him. Uh, I, I think he may have took a better job, but he's definitely got a uh, – he's got his work cut out for him. Yeah, um, but UCF is looking – they're trying – they're still trying to hope they can make that uh, that playoff bid. As unlikely as it is, because you know yeah, we, might have, we might be in a scenario where we might not just have one undefeated team. We might have two, two or three undefeated yeah. teams by the time uh, that comes around. I think we could definitely have. I think we can definitely have three. Yeah. I think I think that somebody. It sound it may sound crazy, but I think the SEC, the uh, Big Ten, and more than likely Clemson out of the ACC are going to come out all undefeated. Yeah, it, it's, it's a very high possibility. So, we got UCF. Number nine, Oklahoma. They're going at TCU tomorrow. Um, again, TCU TCU's always one of those teams that people look at and they're like, okay, well, this is TCU. You know, they can – they're a tough team. But I feel like they're on a down year this year. And Oklahoma just hasn't missed a beat. Uh, Kyler Murray has picked up and then some where uh, Baker Mayfield left off. And uh, again, I I see another double digit at least win for the Sooners tomorrow. See, the thing with TCU is everybody talks about how great their defense is, but they pay in the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve is not exactly yeah. a great defense. Yeah, I would. I, I think I'm pretty sure I could be a solid linebacker in the Big Twelve. <laughs> and Oklahoma, I mean. Yeah, Kyler Murray's played great, but they almost lost to Army early in the year. Like, they haven't – yeah, granted, it's early in the year, but that's a triple off, option offense, and they were just going up and down the field on them. Yeah, but that's, a, that's also an offense they're not going to see all the time. I mean, they're well, – yeah. you know, they're, most, of, most of those games that they play against triple option teams, any, any Power 5 team is going to struggle to an extent against – if they don't see it all the time. Yeah, Navy is – been uh, pretty proven that over the years too. I don't know what's gone on with them lately, but <laughs> yeah, they're... it's going to be hard to watch that during you know America's game this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we got all right. So uh, we got number six Michigan. They got the noon slate against Michigan State, so that's probably one of the better games to watch. But uh, I'm not super enthused about Michigan State. Michigan obviously looked good last week against my Badgers, but. Uh, I also think they still have a lot to prove, too. Yeah, um, I, I'll say this. I think that Michigan State is probably the worst. I don't know about the worst, but especially when it comes to Power Five, they're probably the the lessest, lessest I just made that word up, of uh, <laughs> the two lost teams. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I definitely think Michigan – I think it's going to be close just because it is a rivalry game. Yeah, kind of those rivalry games. Yeah, and you know, crazy things tend to happen in those rivalry. I mean, just a few years ago, Michigan lost because they they couldn't punt the ball. They dropped a punt. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy things can happen. I think it'll be close, but Michigan pulls it out. 
Yeah, I think uh, Alex Hornibrook made Michigan a lot better than what they think that they really are. Because <laughs> man, that was for as a Badger fan, I was just there's no way a defense should look that good. And like they took away the run game last week, which Michigan, you're going to get a good defense. I'm not going to argue that. But in last year, Michigan's Achilles' heel last year was their quarterback play, and I think Shea Patterson is a is an improvement on that. But I don't think they're I think they're going to lose again this year. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, once, once, maybe even twice by the time the end. Yeah. Of the year comes I, out. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and jump forward like seven weeks, but I think they lose to Ohio State. So. Oh yeah, I think we'll, we'll talk about more Ohio State later. But yeah, yeah. That that's that 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 that's almost inevitable at this point. I think. All right. So next game we got is uh, LSU at number twenty-two, Mississippi State. Uh, that's a good. You know, you're an SEC guy. That's a pretty good uh, SEC game right there, right? Yeah. Um, again, I said Michigan State was one of the worst four and two teams, but also Mississippi State just has not <laughs> lived up to you know what we thought they would be with Nick Fitzgerald. They still have a um, they still have a very strong defensive line, which I think if they could force one of the better uh, ones in the SEC, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's ones. yeah. If they could force. Um, if they could stop the run against LSU and force their quarterback, who, you know, when's the last time LSU's had a prolific quarterback? If they could force him to have to play, uh, it's this game could be a toss up. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with LSU because I think from top to bottom LSU's just a better team. But uh, I I look for this one to be I'm gonna say somewhere along the lines of like a 24-21 type game. Yeah, um, SEC games typically very low scoring, very defensive heavy. They always, it, and except if you're playing for Alabama, you know that's just, yeah. Well, you just yeah. score sixty points in three quarters, you know. Yeah, so that's <laughs> we'll get later on that later, but uh, yeah, um, LSU. I I'm I love Ed Erdron. I think he's go Tiger. <laughs> yeah, go Tiger. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he's great for that program. He's you know, he's a Louisiana guy. This is his dream job. I think he's done great for that program. I think they do well here, and I think they they could possibly give Bama a run for their money. Uh, I don't see them winning, yeah. but I think they can give them a run. I think they can at least give them – I, I think they're going to make two at least play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That would be – I mean, that there is worthy of getting like a, a, a trophy in itself if you just make two of play to the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to that game. We're going to go to some ACC action here. Uh, we're going to go Clemson at number 16 – or versus number 16, uh, NC State. NC State's had a pretty – they're very under the radar this year. They're, they're, they're a quiet team, and I think they can end up pulling this game off. They, they are. They're a solid team. I think that they're, they're probably going to get 10 regular season wins. Unfortunately, Saturday won't be one of them. Uh, Vegas knows. Vegas has this line set at, I think, 17. And everyone is, you know, I can see everyone now saying, of course, NC State is going to cover 17. They may not win the game, but of course, NC State is going to play with them, right? Clemson blows the doors off of them. I don't even think this game's close. Every time Dabo Dabo Sweeney, he may lose to Syracuse, he may lose to Pittsburgh, but every time there's been a big game in the past years, whether it be Notre Dame, Louisville, Florida State, that this is the game that Clemson's going to lose, they end up – they come out and play absolutely flawless and get nice Ws. And I think – I don't see any reason why this changes. I think uh, 
Clemson probably wins something. I'm going to make a score prediction. I'll say 35 to 13, somewhere along those lines. Well, you heard it there first there, folks. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) See, I think it's going to be a little bit closer, maybe even an upset, just because Clemson to me has – man, they've looked great at times, but, man, they have looked bad at times. Like, I'm not saying Syracuse is a bad team. I think they're one of the better teams in the uh, ACC this year. But the fact that they almost beat Clemson – that that I I don't know, and obviously it's a different it's a different time of year, but I think NC State makes it a little bit closer to the <laughs> than uh, than you think there, Bardo. So you're putting your money on NC State. You're taking. Well, I'm not putting my money on NC State. Let's hold. Let's hold the. Let's let's hold the there. <laughs> I'm saying it's going to be closer than what your double digit lead uh, victory is going to say. So I'm just saying it's a little. It's going to be a little bit closer. It's gonna okay. Be, it's going to be one of those games that you're going to be like, okay, all right. It, that's a close game. That's to be expected. I'll right. I'll, te- I'll text you in the third quarter when Travis Etienne's got four touchdowns and three hundred <laughs> yards rushing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to finally to some big, uh, some more Big uh, Ten action. Obviously, I'm more of the Big Ten fan here. Yes. Yeah. So we know this that I like the cold weather games, and you know, <laughs> you know, Big Ten is always good at that for this time of year and heading into November. We got OSU at Purdue. I don't see Purdue making it past halftime pretty much, man. What do you think? Yeah. Um, uh, two words, man. Dwayne Haskins. Yes. Uh, I, he, I think that he's – I think he's right there. I mean, in the conversation, we start talking Heisman Trophy. I think he's right there with Tua. Um, it'll be to see what – interesting to see what happens when Tua gets challenged. To see if he can step up and you know make those plays, but as of right now, uh, yeah, definitely back to Ohio State. Purdue, not even, not even close. Yeah, uh, Ohio State. I I looked at them earlier in the uh, year, like as a Wisconsin fan. Oh, we'll see them in the Big Ten championship, and Wisconsin is pretty much guaranteed to win their uh, division, and we're gonna end up probably playing Ohio State, and it's just gonna be ugly. It's just I I can already see it being very ugly. Is like and Ohio State is on a war path. Now, do I think they can beat a Bama team? I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't know if their defense can handle. Yeah. Handle it, but as far as their offense is concerned, I mean, Ohio State's offense has always looked really well. This like they they always tend to put up 40, 50 points against teams like Purdue, who aren't necessarily up to snuff with with them or, or even a Rutgers. Yeah, yeah, I could see. Well, you know, sometimes Ohio State also has a tendency to start slow. Like, you know, how many times on a Saturday have you looked at the first quarter score and you're like, oh, God, you know, Ohio State only leads by three or Ohio State's down and then they end up winning by five touchdowns. So, yeah, I, Urban, I, Urban Meyer is really good at those halftime adjustments and that's that's typically where they most of their – majority of their points come out of. Yeah, but, yeah, this game – I mean, I, I would never say, you know, don't watch a game. But, yeah, this game probably not worth watching. <laughs> yeah, that's something you could be – and that's the primetime game for tomorrow night on ABC, I believe. Yeah, good, good luck yeah. hyping that up. Yeah, that's if – if my Brewers can win game seven or game six tonight and there's game seven, I'm definitely watching that over that game. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Boston clinched last night. Yeah. Not to, not to get off topic, but, yeah, nice yeah. clinch. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to two former Gamecocks that play for uh, oh, God. Boston, Jackie Bradley <laughs> Jr. and Steve Pierce. Jackie uh, Bradley Jr. won the ALCS MVP, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, right. I'm not a Boston fan, but, you know. 
but it's cool that he got an award. <laughs> <laughs> can we get can we get back to some college football here? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if we have to. If we have to. Yeah, I know playoff baseball is going up, but you know, we, we this show is about some college football. So, and we got number one Alabama. They're going at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee had a pretty good victory last week, but and uh, Jeremy Pruitt looks like he's turning that uh, Tennessee uh, team around. But he's playing. He's playing the old ball coach Nick Saban this week, and uh, you know his assistants are still winless against him this, uh, in this in his career. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Tennessee has. I have to give Jeremy Pruitt credit. Uh, when I first watched him the start of the year, I was like, "This team is going four and eight. This team's not going to win a conference game." But now, when you watch them, they're almost a top twenty-five team at this point. Yeah. It, it, well, it it when I watch them. You know, it, it it wasn't showing up on the on the in the win loss. Well, showing up in the loss column. It wasn't showing up in the win column. But they were playing better. They were slowly getting better, slowly getting better. And I think last week at Auburn, it just all come together for them. And I mean, they 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 just put on a clinic against Auburn. That was that was total domination. But it may be uh, Auburn's having a down year, but man, you can't deny that Tennessee really looked good last week. So they did, and they are getting better. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but the you butt, know, yeah. that that uh that other team from Alabama, you know, the University of Alabama is, I mean, they they might as well, Tennessee might as well be playing the New England Patriots or something this week because they have about the same amount of chance. Um, yeah, like I said, if they could get two to play into the fourth quarter, I would be impressed. Um, yeah, is it crazy? Is it crazy to you that? Nick Saban has never coached an undefeated national title team. That's something that is crazy. I didn't even know that. You're telling me stuff. I did not know that. And, yeah, uh, he, he usually has a one loss. He has, usually has a loss there. They usually overcome or get like, yeah, get, like, get voted back into the playoff or you know the BCS or something like that. But he, I don't think he's ever gone undefeated at, at Alabama. Well, this would I, I don't see this week being that loss. Um, no, if he's, but. I guess stranger things have happened in college football, but again for for the it's third a big rivalry game though too. So you know, yeah, this is big third Saturday in October. Um, you know, Peyton Manning's going to be there. I'm sure he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Another interesting thing about this game though is how healthy is uh, Tua. You know, he 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 didn't play in the fourth quarter last week, not because they were so far ahead. I mean, they you know they were they had a good comfortable lead, but he went out because his knee he hurt his knee. Yeah, and so it it'll be interesting to see just how, just how uh, healthy he is, and how much they want to do with him. Of course, it doesn't hurt when you have, you know, Jalen Hurts as his backup. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's the thing that you know you gotta you gotta credit like guy like Jalen Hurts though too, because you know he could have easily transferred. He you know he could have easily went somewhere else, but you know, I think he realizes that. He wants to be a part of the champ. Uh, a dy- it's already a dynasty at this point for Alabama. That's, that's not yeah, even, that's not even on debate at this point. No, but he he wants to win, and if he if his way of like being part of the team is to help Tua along, and guess what? If he they this is what Alabama is too. They have people that just plug and play anywhere, at any <laughs> position, including quarterback. But you know what? What's funny is that, of course, it's Alabama, right? Of yeah. course, it's Alabama. Like you, we saw a situation similar to this at Clemson, and the quarterback bolted. You know, Kelly Bryant left. Yeah. I mean, if if this happens at any other school, you know, of course, the quarterback's transferring out, and there's all this big debate. 
but at Alabama, you know, it just plays out smooth sailing, right? It's, so. just, it's just reload every year. You know, yeah. they went to the playoff with a backup running back one year. Like, yeah, I mean, who who puts in who puts in a quarterback who hasn't played a snap? Well, I'm sure he played garbage time last year, but who puts in a quarterback in the national championship? And you know, he just comes out and lights it up and and wins the national championship for you. Yeah, so that's just Alabama, and that's. In my regards, Nick Saban is probably the greatest ball coach to ever play or to ever coach the college football level. Just oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bear, no, no, nothing against Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant was great, but it took him, what, 30 years to win six champion, uh, national titles over a 30-year career? Yeah. Nick Saban's done that in half the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and he's done it at two places. He wasn't – yeah, he did it at LSU and – I don't. Yeah, definitely. I have to go with you. He's 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 the he's the best I've ever seen in my yeah. lifetime. Anyway, so as we're on the injuries, you know, Nick Bosa, you know, apparently he might have had a, a hernia. This, uh, so he's basically he's withdrawn from school. He's not at Ohio State anymore, from mm-hmm. what I'm understanding. And he's basically just focusing more on his NFL career path because he's projected to be a top five pick. So I guess you really can't yeah. complain, but. Is I, it's basically just doing away with college uh, juniors at this point? Because, and no offense to you, but Jadavion Clowney almost did the same thing. Where I understand oh. he was playing hurt a lot that year, but he just did not put up the numbers, and he was still an they were still projecting him a number one overall pick. Yeah, he he definitely he took plays off, and, and you know he, he he and you can't help him, you can't fault him for wanting to protect themselves. But at the same time, I think there's an obligation. I mean, there's an obligation to the school, to your teammates, and stuff like that. Um, but, I don't Nick know. Bosa, the, but Nick Bosa's case at this point, he's a hernia is basically is almost a season-ending injury. Yeah, that's if he decides to come when, back. When he decides when, to come back, he'd be hurting himself and yeah, probably the team. Well, when I when I first heard about it, I was like. What a selfish decision! And then, but then I heard, you know, they got more into in depth what the injury was, and it the, the talk of it was like he might not even he might not even come back to until like the college football playoffs if they were in it. Yeah, and and I was like, well, at that point, you know, yeah, he's a great player. Yeah, they want him out there, but being away from the team for so long, going through rehab, I mean, it, you know, you don't want to may take just just one 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 hit and. I mean, we saw it with uh, the kid from Notre Dame was played in the bowl game with uh, Ohio State that year. Oh, um, yeah. Was it Miles Jack or whatever his name was? Miles Jack, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, not Miles Jack, uh, Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, that's right. But well, uh, look, well, look at a guy like Jake Butt. Jake Butt was, was almost predicted to be a number one, uh, first round, second round tight end pick out of Michigan. And he went, on, uh, he went late. And I don't even think he's on a roster anymore. No, well, he you know he, he tore his ACL again this year, yeah. so I'm pretty much I, I think he's pretty much done. Uh, yeah, I mean, you hate to just throw that out there like for the kid, but you know, I, three was it, three ACL tear, three ACL tears or something. I don't know, but it's hard. It's definitely hard to overcome. And I think uh, uh, Leonard Fournette almost set set that standard where oh, I'm not playing the bowl game, and then you know he doesn't play the bowl game, so he can focus on the NFL. I think Christian McCaffrey did almost did the same thing, didn't he? Well, Leonard Fournette should have just played the bowl game because he stays hurt anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
He's not doing my fantasy team any favors. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, all right, so we're going to move on to our upset alerts and uh, games to watch. So what, what's your upset alert and what's your games, uh, games to watch this week? Okay, my game to watch. My game to watch is going to be I, – I might be backtracking on myself a little bit, but my game to watch is going to be the Michigan State-Michigan game. I said yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. I, oh, I, you're I, going with a Big Ten game. Yeah, I predicted Michigan to win. You know, I'm going to stand by that. But, like I said, crazy things happen in rivalry games. It's, it's, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a pretty close game. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, and what's your upset game then? Um, well, I don't even know if at this point you can call it an upset because they seem to have their uh, Auburn season seems to have completely the wheels have completely come off. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Ole Miss. I'm gonna say Ole Miss uh, knocks off Auburn this week. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. So. Yeah, I, I you know. Dittleman has not lived up to last year to the hype uh, he had this at the beginning of the season. Yeah, definitely. Two weeks ago, you know, this would have been a crazy upset pick. I think now they're it's probably like, you know, oh well, they're probably evenly matched. But that's going by name recognition. That's my upset of the. That's my upset. That's my lock of the week. That's your lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my game to watch is also my upset alert this week. So. Uh, my game to watch is going to be the primetime game on Fox over there. It's going to be the Washington State versus Oregon game. And I don't know why everybody – like, because Oregon, they're just hyping up the quarterback. They're hyping up, oh, this is the return of the old Oregon offense on their Chip Kelly and everything. They still got to play some defense. <laughs> yeah, yes. But they're going against a Mike Leach team that looks pretty good, man. They, uh, I think, they're you know, they got college game day down, out there in uh, Washington State campus this week. Definitely going to be tuning into that. And, man, I just think Oregon just can't stop anybody on defense. So, I think it's going to be a high-score game. So, if you like offense like I do, you're <laughs> going to want to watch this game. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do one, one to go on. I just saw this game. <clears throat> Number 15, Washington, hosting Colorado. Colorado is Colorado's a sneaky, gonna win Colorado I, is a sneaky good team. Their quarterback, they have had great quarterback play this year. Yes. Um and I just don't know about Washington. It's so, sad cuz it's Jake Browning's last year and yeah. like, he's been so great to that program. But so this I, year this year it's just they've just hit a wall and I think Colorado I think Colorado could end up winning the Pac-10 this year or Pac-12 this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, the Colorado they're they're I mean, they're 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 almost like a, kind of how you described NC State. They're 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 going very quietly about their business this year. Um, but yeah, I, I, as a matter of fact, I changed my upset pick. Can I? Am I allowed to do that? Can You're I allowed. To do that. It's the first All upset. Right, I, we can do that. You can do it. Okay. You want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for sure. You can do whatever you want. No, I'm changing my upset pick. Colorado over Washington. Ole Miss over uh, Auburn. Still the lock of the week. But Colorado Overwatch is my upset pick. So we're, go- so we're going with two upset alerts this week. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going with an upset alert and a lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's make sure we write this down so, like, when we do our show next week, we can be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, we can just this. completely ridicule each other for just being totally wrong about all of these, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're going to go about our two games. Well, 
I guess just mine this week since your team's on a bye this week. Yeah, I'll just we say got, a few words. Yeah. We got uh, <laughs> my Badgers are playing Illinois, you know. Badgers are hurting this. It it was it was I t- I literally turned off the game last week. Oof. Yeah, it, yeah it was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sit here and watch most of it. It was it was got, terrible. Like as great as Jonathan Taylor is, you're not going to be great if you have no – you're not going to be any good if you have no passing game. And Alex Hornibrook just – this is not happening – this is – it's not like this is the first time this has happened against Michigan. And granted, Michigan is a very great year – is a great, very great team this year. Mm-hmm. But, man, he just struggles with them. It, it, he There are games where – like the like the Orange Bowl last year where you're like, why can't he look like this all the time? Against yeah, good defenses. Very. Last, game, and it's not like we don't have depth at receiver. We have probably one that we've probably been more deep at receiver than we've been since Russell Wilson had Jared Abadaris and Nick Toon were there. So we're very fairly deep at receiver. He just he just can't seem to play against these top and top defense. That's uh, I feel your pain. I absolutely feel your pain because you know I I work with a quarterback that's pretty much just the same. Yeah. Lights up, lights up, you know, lower to, you know, middle tier competition, but gets in big games and just, just can't do it. It's a pain of our reality being <laughs> of teams of ours. So who, you're, who are you picking? Yeah, well, Obviously, I, I, Wisconsin, Illinois is just terrible. Let's just. Yeah. I, Lovey, Lovey Smith has. I think he I, just needs to go back to the NFL. I he think does. I, a, I think he does. The fact that he's coaching college is a little ridiculous to me because he got fired after a 10-6 year in the NFL. Like, how do you get fired after a 10-6? Yeah, and uh, it was just it was it was just weird that they hired him uh, to me. And and now when I look at him, he you know he looks like he's aged a hundred years since being in Illinois. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, he well, doesn't he, help when you have Jeff George Jr. Oh my God, Illinois. Mm, yeah, the, the fighting Illini. Uh, Basically, it's Wisconsin, obviously, this week, and hopefully Hornybrook can, you know, not throw an interception. Yeah, it should be a nice bounce-back game. Maybe some hangover early. but uh, Yeah, uh, I think think Jonathan Taylor goes for 200 this game. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I think you guys win. Like I said, probably start slow, but win win going away. Win pretty easily. Yeah, so enough about my Badgers and my pain from last week. Let's go about your Gamecocks. They're on the bye. Uh, yeah, who they, who they got next week? Who, uh, guys, uh, for, first off, first off, the bye week I think is uh the bye week's minus two this week. So uh, for <laughs> you for you betting for, <laughs> but uh yeah we're on a bye. They they have a, they have we have Tennessee next week. Um, that's going to be a night game in Columbia. Uh, so it's a it, decent game. I think yeah, Will Muschamp seems to have Tennessee's number. Uh, he can't beat many teams. It seems like, but he's six and zero against Tennessee. And he's between Florida and South Carolina, so <laughs> so he he seems to have their number. But um, just this year watching them play has just been so it's been so frustrating to watch. Just because you see them, you see like the they, talent that's there. You see it. You see you see the flashes of it. You see them that they're able to do it, and then and then just some games you're just like wow. And like we had, I think it was seven drops. I think somebody it was like seven drops for like a hundred and ten yards. One would have been a sure touchdown. Two would have been sure first downs. 
you know, against A&M. And, and that, that just goes to maturity. That's just the maturity. Because you guys have a very fairly young receiving group, except for, like, uh, Debo, Debo. Debo. Debo Samuel. Yeah, he's a senior. Um, well, I don't, Brian Edwards is a, is a junior. Shy Smith, he's a sophomore. Uh, those are those are the three primary receivers, but they they I don't know. Drops have been a problem. I mean, Shy Smith last week was his first drop in college. You know, in two in a year and a half, he's every pass that ever been thrown to him, he's caught. And so it's it's weird because it's not just one player dropping; it's all all of them. The entire receiving core is dropping passes. So I don't know. And then you look at like Tennessee. I mean, uh, excuse me, against Kentucky, as bad as that game was. You know we have we have AJ Turner, you know get to the second level. No one within thirty yards of him. I mean he could he could have crawled into the end zone and turf monster gets him. <laughs> and uh, same thing, Brian Edwards drops on a it was a it was an underthrown ball, but he still should have caught it and he drops that pass. So it's just it's so frustrating to watch. As bad as they've been, it's like it's not. I don't guess overall talent is the issue. It's just they're making the little mistakes. They're shooting, they're shooting themselves in the foot. That's exactly that, like, yeah, that's exactly being right. Not, being out talented, so that's exactly yeah, right. But that's um, something we'll we'll talk more about them next week. When yeah, when yeah yeah when we actually play a game, so it'll be that'll be a fun game. <laughs> yeah, so you know, uh, fairly fairly decent first podcast, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it went pretty smoothly. Took us took us a minute getting started, but um, I think it's definitely something we can build on. Definitely oh, something yeah. we've laid a foundation with. All right, so we're gonna touch base on uh, Heisman watch. Does it even have to be anybody else but Tua? Tua, uh, I, I, like I said earlier, I think Dwayne Haskins is up there. Um, is there anybody outside of a quarterback who can ever win the damn Heisman? This this day, the way they play the ball, the way they play ball now, no, no. Well, you. I It'll mean, maybe be a very maybe, long time before we see a running back or even a receiver. Of course, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago that Derrick Derrick Henry was ho- hoisting the Heisman. I mean, we forget, you know. Yeah. Derrick Henry was just what three, four years ago, three years yeah. ago, something like three, that. So three, four years ago, yeah. We think about him. We think about like that was a decade ago in college football, but uh, ET, I said oh, ETN. Speaking of running backs, ETN for Clemson is a is a very strong candidate, I think, for a Heisman Trophy. He'll probably be in if Clemson finishes that undefeated. He'll probably be in New York. You know, just be like, "Hey, I'm here for Trump. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> at, the, at the same time, you know, I, I feel like uh, Deshaun Watson probably should have won it over over Lamar Jackson. But um, Deshaun Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Oh. Deshaun Watson should have won it over Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah, I think so too. <laughs> uh, uh, that was very hard for me to look at, like. Yeah. yeah, Lamar Jackson. Don't, not nothing against Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, he put up incredible stats, but the fact that his team was nowhere near, like the top, even the top ten at that point. Yeah, like yeah, I think that I, th- I think that team finished eight and four and lost to Kentucky. In the like, bowl so, game? Yeah, no, they they had the final game of the year, the rival game at the end of the year. Oh I think yeah, they yeah. lost to Kentucky. So. I mean, if we're going to go on that, like Tim Tebow, when he won his Heisman, it's not like Florida was super good that year either. So. Actually, I, th- I think they were 8-4 too. 
Yeah. I mean, somebody had to double check the stats guess, on. I mean, the stats were is I thought Tim Tebow probably should have won it twice over Sam Bradford, but that's yeah. just my that's just my personal opinion. I'm not hopping on the Tim Tebow bandwagon. Oh, uh, we know you love Tim Tebow. Oh, you know I'll Tebow whenever I fucking feel like it. <laughs> Sorry to drop the f bomb on our first podcast. I'll, I'll get I'll work on that as this thing goes, but <laughs> I am it's... maybe after all I am going to slip up every so often. It's our it's our podcast though, right? Yeah, it's our podcast. <laughs> so, but all in all, good first show. We talked about some about at least a good beer. My buddy Barton, uh, you know, got to work in the morning. Can't can't exactly drink. But that's that's right. Postal that's service, okay. baby. Postal service. Postal got service. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked cigars. We talked we talked a lot of college football. You know, we're running into a almost. 30 almost 40 minute podcast here so yeah and i think what we say we're going to try to keep it at 20 yeah yeah you know talking talking. yeah (laughs) but that's fine as long as we have you know no dead air or nothing we were actually given something to talk about so yeah so good podcast everybody if we decide to post this maybe maybe not we'll we'll, we'll, yeah we'll we'll, discuss it feel free to (laughs) <laughs> Feel free to send us uh send us messages. You know, tell us what we can do better. What Give you like, what you didn't like. Give us some input, and uh, we'll, we'll suggestions. You know, some other yeah. topics we could talk about. Some other yeah yeah yeah. Anything I mean, else is very helpful. This is just us, just rambling, smoking cigars, drinking beers, and talking some some. That's it. Just football. just looking at this from a fan's perspective. We don't claim to be analysts or anything like that. Oh we're no, we're a, we're just two regular dudes. Man. <laughs> just giving a fan's perspective. We're just, of, we're just two stupid dudes. You have nothing better to do: than drink beer, <laughs> smoke cigars, and talk football. <laughs> I mean, you know, that doesn't sound like a bad thing. You know, you, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, now you say it back to me, I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. So. No, no. Um, but again, if if we do end up posting this thing, this first pilot episode, I guess is the thing is what we can call. Yeah, it. that that'd be good. I like that pilot episode. The pilot episode. Uh, we'll definitely work on some other things. Give us some feedback, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. It's been this was actually kind of fun. Let's keep let's keep going at this, bud. Yeah, let's do it again next week, man. No, uh, you know I will. <laughs> you know, I got the beer already. I already got my ne- I already got my next six pack pointed out for for next week. So. All right, I got I got a beer in mind myself. A beer if, and if another it's cigar. Nat- if it's Natty Light, I'm going to hang up the phone right now. We we Natty Light Natty Light is an American treasure. <laughs> But I will not. I will not bring it on the podcast to review it. <laughs> it's like he doesn't need review. <laughs> no, yeah. You, you ever tasted water? All right. <laughs> All right for Drew Fluffy Coats and uh, Philip Fizzy Barton, thank you for listening to the uh, sound uh, sports lounge. I uh, hope to hear you guys next week. All right, Barton. Spurs up. Take it easy, man. Later.